This is Housebound. I'm Chris. I'm Holly. I'm Ashlyn. I'm Greg. And you're invited. Hey, welcome to Housebound, a podcast we made because we needed company. In it, we talk about things that are on our minds, and today we're talking about musical instruments that we know and music lessons in general. Um, so I think just to start it off, we can probably just kind of um, go around in a circle or whatever that turns out to be shaped like on audio um, and uh, <laughs> mention... You, you just um, kind of talk around the microphone like yeah. this, and then maybe if I edit it, it'll sound really cool. <laughs> Panning from like right to left or right to left. Best of luck, Chris. Um, yeah, we could just kind of go around and mention uh, which instruments, if any, uh, that we currently or in the past know or knew how to play. So Holly, do you want to start us off? I can. I have minimal experience with three instruments. <laughs> I took some piano. Wait, wait. Three instruments is a is a big number of instruments. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not good at any of them. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, don't like don't sell yourself short. Minimal experience is like I played the recorder once in grade 4. Oh, so. I played the recorder once. <laughs> I guess four instruments. Oh, here we go. The numbers are growing. Um, I took piano lessons when I was a child. And then when I was a little bit older in like junior high-ish, I took violin lessons. Uh, And then when I was even older in university, I went and bought myself a guitar and taught myself three chords. Well, YouTube taught me three chords, so. Acoustic or electric? Acoustic, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I had totally forgotten that you learned the violin at one point in your life. I still have one. It's huh. just a terrible instrument to practice on because if you're terrible and you live in a house like we do where we have upstairs neighbors, like nobody wants to hear that. Although yeah. the child that is upstairs, we don't want to hear ever. So maybe it would be a- <laughs> Just a way Good to give deal. back, right? You know? <laughs> give and take. Yeah. Cool. Chris, you're up next. So I also took piano lessons as a child for, I want to say, probably four or five years. It might have been slightly longer than that, but my parents were both very, um, not insistent, but... Adamant. Uh, eager eager for us children me and my three siblings to all have some kind of experience with music lessons be it like singing or playing an instrument so uh piano was the easiest because we knew people who would give piano lessons that were close friends of my parents so we all learned piano at one point and i was disinterested in piano after several years. So I moved to guitar, specifically acoustic. And I took a year of lessons and then have just kind of self-taught myself stuff since then. I've also been in um, band class in elementary school and high school. So to clarify, that's grades five through 12. I played the same instrument all the way through. It's called the euphonium, also known as a baritone. And they're basically half-sized tubas. And so as part of the big 
bass brass section in the back. So we kind of <laughs> carried the we carried carried the undertones for the for we didn't get any of the exciting parts, but um, that was always French horns or trumpets. But um, we we just got to like rumble the stage with our sound, so that was pretty. There's fun. no and euphonium trills. <laughs> sorry, there's no trills there that you have to do. There's not so much. Like I mean, there's like. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most exciting it gets, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I think that's pretty much as, outside of the recorder as well. That's pretty much the extent of my musical career. However, I did join a marching band for one year, and I played the same instrument, but in a marching band, the euphonium is shaped like a trumpet, so you have to hold it with your arms out to the sides, held like a trumpet and the weight of that sucker like imagine holding half a tuba <laughs> like a trumpet for the entire marching band the entire awful. performance so yeah it's pretty brutal but i mean that was my experience so that feels like merging like the nicety of like being a part of a band and merging it with like Torture? The extremism of like running a marathon, <laughs> like like in gym, like like it's it's weird to blend both exercise and musical prowess together. It just doesn't seem to mesh well. Well, but, they didn't work you into yeah. it either. It was just okay. Now you have to play like this. And they then didn't you just make you do any like push-ups first or something. Like to no, make like sure that you didn't fall over from exhaustion, blowing out all your air. It was our job to practice at home, so. At home, I would practice like that. And there's also no music stands. You know how some of the smaller instruments can have music stands attached to them so that they can see what they're playing. Um, The euphonium doesn't have a space for that. And so as a result, you just have to memorize all of your chords, which, sorry, notes, which is probably part of what leads them not to carrying much of a melody ever because that would be too many chords (laughs) or notes to remember. Sweet. Greg, what do you play? Um... What do I play well? Nothing. Similar to uh, probably, uh, I, w- I won't say Holly doesn't play things well, because she could play things well. But I I definitely, I am not at all, like, um, yeah, super, I, I didn't get super far within either of the instruments that I know. So it's a super bass level. I kind of built a foundation and did not decide to finish that foundation with any kind of construction. It, yeah, it's just like a slab of concrete on every single one of those <laughs> instruments. So, um, but like, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I think, I don't know, Ashlyn, did you also start with the recorder? Uh, I don't think so, actually. I probably knew another oh, okay. instrument before. Yeah, well, there we go. Okay, well. I started with the recorder as um, as kind of that first introduction into music. And I, th- I feel it's like kudos to all the parents who handle that high pitched <laughs> little thing, you know, that like they give their kids and say, here, make lovely noise. And, you know, it does not it does not work. So um, but anyway, so that was um, that was cool. I found I thought that was sweet that you could like take it apart into like three pieces. I think I had more fun doing that than actually playing it. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and then, yeah, my parents then made me do piano lessons, you know, um, classic kind of like homeschool kid type thing to do. I feel a lot of the homeschoolers I know in my life are, that took piano lessons in some form or another. So, um, and uh, didn't do too 
didn't get too far into that. I think my shining achievement was the uh, grade three version of Star Wars main theme. Um, mm -hmm. That was my favorite. Uh, yeah, favorite one. So um, and then, yeah, I picked up the guitar because as all young teenagers, usually like the at least guys that I knew were like, yeah, I'm going to pick up the guitar and learn it. And so sure enough, I fell into that trend and woo the women. Yeah, got to <laughs> woo the women. Right. Yeah. Play those chords and somehow they'll come a flocking. So anyways, <laughs> but as long as you know, Wonderwall. Yeah. I don't I did not. So <laughs> that's probably why they did not come a flocking. Oh, um, but and then I also learned the ukulele, which is kind of like the cuter version of a guitar. So you even have a chance at, you know, um, at a specific niche of of women, probably with that one. So um, what what specific yeah, but I, I, island women, the cuter women, I, the cute, the cuter yeah, guitar gets the cuter women. <laughs> there we go. Is that, is that how that works? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they don't teach you this in school. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did again, like I ended up just learning some basic chords for like piano, guitar, ukulele, which is just enough to get by. And like, I do like writing my own songs, but they all sound fairly similar. Oh, musically, come on. Don't sell yourself short. My, no, I, I got to sell myself <laughs> short. I am. Yeah, I cannot sell myself tall in this at all. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, like, um, yeah, because I didn't really dig into the different genres of music and learning how to do that within each instrument. Um, I think that helps like when you know people are really good musically when they can actually um, blend in like this genre that and then shift it into this genre, you know, and so um, and can have like usually the bands that I've listened to that are really well done musically are those that can actually hit different genres and do it really well. So yeah. um, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of, um, I think, the the basis of, of yeah. Or they, they might have a genre that they stick with typically, uh, but they can express themselves stylistically different within and around that exactly. genre. So um, yeah, yeah, which isn't <laughs> like a hard and fast rule. Like you can have a band that sounds exactly the same for most of their songs and people will still love them because they love that band's yeah. sound. But yeah, uh, there's something to be said for musicians who are able to grow, play around mm -hmm. and and yeah, experiment. Oh, yeah. And, and then there's definitely work. some some sweet like electronica bluegrass songs that I've come across. <laughs> it's, it's a <laughs> that sweet is spot, an interesting so. combo. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I think for myself, I started quite young in a program called Music for Young Children, if you're familiar with it. So that is a program where they teach you, yes, the piano, but it's far more rhythm-based than it is piano-based. So mm -hmm. in Music for Young Children, you attend classes with a parent, and because it's usually pretty young kids, hence the name. Um, and throughout the class, you'll play like clapping games or ear training games. I remember there was this one where we had... Um, bread bag clips of different colors and the teacher would um clap out or like tap on a drum out uh, a pattern of some sort or play something on the piano or something like that and then we would have to using the different um 
bread clips and these little like symbols just draw out on the carpet what sort of beat pattern they just played Ooh. like whether it was oh. a quarter note and then two eighths notes and then a whole note and it would be something along the lines of two measures long um and then we would have to like shape that out on the carpet and so it was very theory based those classes like oh, they taught sure. you yeah, your time signatures they taught you a lo- lots of musical theory. And so then by the time we actually got to the pianos, the hard part was the piano. The easier, the easy part was like reading the music. Because <laughs> that's, that's what we were that's all weird. so highly trained in. Um, and mm. so it, it was fantastic for teaching you musical theory. Um, I had uh, basically what a, a, is equivalent to like a half of a... Uh, grade one, which is now called advanced rudiments. I think it's probably correlates to beginner rudiments. By the time I was at like grade three in RCM, like Royal Conservatory of Music. If you've, if you're familiar with music lessons, you'll know what that means. If not, that'll just fly over you. It just means that I was much further ahead in my musical theory than I was in my actual piano playing um, (laughs) by the time we finished that program. But it's a great uh, basis. And then from there, I took um, just regular piano lessons at the end of Music for Young Children. Um, And I took lessons when I was from grade one till grade 10 or 11. I think maybe just 10, um, but something like that. Uh, And then in elementary school band, I took the flute and I really enjoyed that. And I was desperate to take it in a high school band, but I switched high schools um, cause my parents got married and we ended up moving and my new high school didn't have band. I was crushed. Wait, what? I know it's small town. They just do sports. So oh, the arts was okay. like yeah, totally yeah, yeah. Okay. next, but we had this huge gym. Um, and so there was no band and I was so crushed. Um, so I did choir, which was really nice to work on harmonies and voice training without actually taking voice lessons. And I enjoyed that, but I did... I did miss band. I wish I could have been a part of high school band. Um, and then in later in high school, I think it was around grade 10 or so, I got an acoustic guitar from my parents and uh, mostly taught myself the guitar. Um, I took a little bit of lessons later on, but I found them largely not super helpful. Um, and teaching myself was the easiest way to do that. And then in, oh man, I want to say like, Two or three years after I graduated from high school, I was given a violin that I took lessons for a while and got to the point where I can like kind of play notes. <laughs> but exactly what you're saying, Holly, it's super hard to practice that ins- instrument because mm-hmm. you are keenly aware the whole time that you are a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I have yeah. a, and it's a instrument that you have to be confident with as yeah. well. Because if you're not confident, then you're gonna stre- screech anyway. And so if you're like not, if you're worried constantly that other people are gonna hear you, then you're not confident, and then you screech, mm-hmm. and then it's just this like terrible cycle. So I own like a a violin mute, which is this little rubber pad that you put um, connected to the strings and the bridge uh, that it, it leaves diminishes the sound by 50% easily, but it's still quite loud. And so I just still wasn't confident 
playing it at home because I do also live in a house with neighbors. And so I have largely stopped playing uh, that one. I always tell myself that like, eventually when Greg and I get our own house and we don't have uh, neighbors, I'll, I'll pick up the violin again, but uh, we'll have to see about that. And then I do, I did teach myself the ukulele at one point, never very well, just functional ukulele. Uh, and that was lots of fun to be able to um, bring along with me when I did uh, summer camps as a camp counselor, because it was easy just to hand to a kid and teach him how to play. And because the, the strings of my ukulele were just plastic, it wasn't very hard on your fingers. So even if their fingers um, were little, just because they're a little person, uh, they can still play the ukulele without like hurting the tips of their fingers. So that was lots of fun. Yeah, uh, that's a bit about me. So all of us have had some sort of a musical lesson experience in our life. So I want to, we go around the circle in the same order again and just talk a bit about your lessons. When, how old were you approximately when you started taking um, music lessons of whatever variety that was? Was it your choice or was it your parents' choice? And um, why did you stop? Yeah, those are the three questions. Okay. I don't remember when I started piano because my mom played piano and my sisters all took piano. And at some point when I was very young, I started playing piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actual lessons, I think, started maybe when I was like six-ish. I don't know. Uh, and they weren't my choice and I didn't like doing them. Uh, largely because sometimes my dad would forget me at the lessons. (laughs) Oh. And I didn't want to go because I didn't want to have to stay there forever. Oh, dear. Um, (laughs) uh, But I stopped when my mom passed when I was nine. So I got like three years of piano lessons, I think, ish. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Violin, I started in junior high and I wanted to do it. That was my choice. But the the lessons were uh, my uh, stepmom and dad found me a teacher in the next town over and he was a very much older gentleman. And he taught me Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in like seven different ways. And that's all he taught me. So I don't know... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if he was a little bit not there or if like there was a, going to be a point to it at some point. But I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going back the next year. So I didn't. And then guitar, I didn't take lessons for. I just. Well, ha- other people taught me things and then I tried to practice and YouTube taught me things. So mm-hmm. cool. Mm hmm. Piano, for myself, I don't exactly recall when it was that I started. I know that I was somewhat, quote unquote, young, but for some reason I feel as though grade three or four was maybe when I started with that. It could have been earlier than that. I really have very, I I remember songs that I played and I remember the books that we used because my siblings also used the same books to do their piano lessons after I was out of that. Like, they were younger than me, so obviously we weren't overlapping with lessons. But um, 
it was, like I said before, maybe four or five years of piano. I think that probably was the max. Mm -hmm. So if it was grade four, then that might have meant I was taking piano until grade eight. But that doesn't seem right. I think I stopped before then. So maybe it was grade two to grade six or something like that. And so anyways, it's pretty much I've all but forgotten. Yeah. Piano. It's 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 a distant memory. Um, I just wasn't keen on it. And so I kind of had to beg to not do it anymore. But my parents were like, okay, fine. I mean, we're not going to waste money on piano lessons if you're not going to take them. And I think within a year or two, it might have even been the following year. And by year, I mean like the fall when the school starts up. That's when teachers start up lessons again, typically at the time. And so then that's when I took my first year of guitar and I did a year of that. And then we couldn't find somebody to teach me the second year. There was like a standard for the guitar lessons and we couldn't find somebody to teach me that second year standard stuff. And so uh, we we kind of put it off and put it off. And eventually, three years later, I realized I haven't played guitar in like, you know, two or three years. Mm-hmm. And I was involved with the youth group at the church that I was attending at the time. And they put together a youth music team for certain certain Sunday morning events. And so I grabbed my guitar and started teaching myself the chords that I had learned, which was, you mm-hmm. know, a handful like G, D, F, E, yeah. and A or something like that. And and those basic chords you learn in the first year or so. And and then uh, just kind of picked everything up from there um, and have kind of run with that since mm-hmm. then. So I haven't taken any more lessons in guitar. And I'm still, I have a guitar as well. Uh, that was also gifted to me by my parents. Um, like, like many people yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you can, you can get some, some really expensive guitars, but you can also get some relatively cheap guitars that are still more than adequate and yeah. for, for what you're, for what you're looking for. So, um, before anybody runs around thinking that there's a bunch of rich kids doing a podcast about music, it's. No, it's pretty much my... I don't know if anybody thought that. (laughs) It's pretty much my parents decided, no, you know what, music's important, so we we will make an effort to, whether that's through lessons or through instruments, try to accommodate that. And then the third instrument, the euphonium slash baritone, uh, that we we never bought that instrument. We rented it from the school board, Mm, and we rented it every year from grade six through to grade 12. And there were a couple of summers that we kept it over the summer because I was involved with like a youth orchestra workshop in the city, (laughs) literal music camp, although I didn't go to the actual literal music camp. So this was just music workshop, but there was a music camp. (laughs) Um, And, and uh, yeah, that the reason I stopped playing that was because at the end of grade 12, I had no reason to continue playing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I was going into music full time or anything. If I had, gone to like pursue a music degree of some sort in university or college of some way shape or form then mm-hmm. possibly I'd still be doing that but I can't expect it would be too hard for me to pick it back up but at the same time I don't particularly have a desire a guitar is portable and yeah. you can play it kind of wherever and people are keen to listen a euphonium or violin (laughs) portable but are people keen to listen well maybe if you're real good (laughs) exactly oh dear 
Um, yeah, for me, I think when it uh, comes to lessons, again, I probably started mm-hmm. at a fairly young age, like six or something like that with piano. Um, piano is always the one that uh, um, <clears throat> that is not too difficult, I think, for kids to kind of pick up. K- piano is um, a gateway you know, musical instrument. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, Just like dear. Catan is a gateway board game, piano is a gateway to I don't the musical instrument. I don't think world, anybody so. was drawing that yeah, parallelism but, uh, there with Catan. Oh, I was. was I had to share it. I had to share drugs it. There. So, yeah. Just so, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like I even remember, like as a kid, learning the whole idea of like uh, I specifically remember how they say like make sure that your hands are above the piano as if you have like a bubble like underneath your hands to kind of keep them so that like the the fingers are curved i remember that i don't think i ever had that great a posture though while playing i'm pretty sure my wrists were like flat against like the bottom of the keys or something but anyways so um yeah i uh i did it from a young age and uh continued on with that like lessons with my parents were not like um, like where they brought in like a tutor because they were both fairly well trained. um, Mm -hmm. And uh, both of them, my mom mostly was the one, but both of them kind of helped with the uh, teaching us. And like they bought books and stuff and um, with a bunch of random songs. Again, that's why like I was really happy when Star Wars came up because I was like, hey, this is something I recognize and I can show off to like my five friends or whatever. So I did not end up showing it off to my five friends. But anyways, so. um, But that's always the key about music. When you're learning a song, it's easier to go and try to learn a song that you already know because you just kind of fake it and play it the way you know how it should be (laughs) rather than. Yeah. My parents were always like, no, no, like you can do this song like you've you've (laughs) peaked with the entertainer. You don't need to try that anymore ever again. (laughs) Let's go do a different song that you don't know so that you can improve. Right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, totally. So, so yeah, I, I still never, like, I, I got a sense for reading music on the right hand side, um, which is not called the, the treble club. What do you What's mean the right, the right hand side? The right hand is the treble club. Oh. Is that the, the treble left, club? The left hand <laughs> is your bass I thought, you, I thought you were talking about. See, I don't even know these words, but. I thought you were talking about the page of the music, and I was like, that's not how music's written. <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought that's what you're talking about, too. I was like, Greg, you're totally off base. Oh, no, no, no. So right hand side of like, yeah, like the musical bars and stuff. So uh, again, you can tell I'm super technical, but so (laughs) I could play the right hand stuff, but the left hand was never Mm. able to really read that by sight. I was always kind of having to like count in my head and try to figure out where the heck my fingers were supposed to go. And so, um, but yeah, the sweet spot was when you could finally like learn a song and just know it in your head and not even have to bother with reading the music. So, um, so I think that's kind of where I, I ended up falling was eventually lessons kind of petered off more into here. Um, dad's going to teach you some chords and these will help with like, yeah, like with church and stuff. So, and then it became more about kind of learning like, um, like praise and worship songs and stuff like that, which tend to be very, very much the <laughs> yeah. same chord sequence. Yeah, so it I was going to say, then you didn't learn any new chords. <laughs> yeah, G, C, E minor, A or whatever, D. Yeah, so pretty pretty simple stuff. So, um, But that was helpful, and that kind of helped translate into guitar, which was all self-taught. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, I did get like an idiot's guide to guitar playing, which I read ferociously the first couple chapters and then failed to continue <laughs> reading. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, so that's kind of, uh, I think those answers the questions, right? Yeah. Um, I think for myself, I started, like I mentioned before, I started taking music for young children classes when I was very young. I don't know what actual age it was, but quite young. Um, and, uh, and then I didn't stop until grade 10 or grade 11, somewhere in that range. Uh, it was my parents' choice for me to, to start taking lessons because I was so little. Um, and, uh, but I, I feel like I got a choice in it every year. So they asked me, like, do you want to keep going with this? And I think my answer differed depending on whether or not I had to do an exam that year in oh. piano, because if you have done a piano exam in the past, they are horrible. You have what? to learn, like, I, usually it's two or three performance pieces that you play uh, for the adjudicator. Um, and if you're doing an exam for the last, like, two months of lessons, all you do is play those three songs over and over and over and over. It is so <laughs> annoying because you have to perfect them to a T to really show your skill in yeah. these songs, which right. means, like, breaking them apart, picking specific sections, and just drilling that over and over so you, you can nail the fingering and everything, which is, like, just which um, finger you um, place on the keys and things like that. Um, and then often with exam, there's some sort of ear training, uh, aspect to it or scales. So that year you'll also practice a lot of scales and a lot of those ear training exercises. And I couldn't stand those. Thankfully, my teacher who was wonderful, uh, wasn't big on the exams either. She thought they were helpful, but was willing to work with the student as to whether or not they actually wanted to complete the exams. So even though I have my grade eight in Royal Conservatory of Music, um, Ooh, you fudged it. I only took exams for grade one, grade five, and grade eight. I skipped all the rest. Um, wow. And then just did the the jumps, which was so much better because, but I can tell you after exam or even just like a really big festival, I'd be like, no, mom, I don't want to take lessons the next year because it would suck. But by the time the fall came and music lessons were starting up again, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. But I can tell you my years ended on much better notes. Ha ha. <laughs> if I didn't have to do a festival or an exam at the end of the year where you were just playing one piece over and over, even if it was a piece you liked, you didn't by the time it's you were performing bad. it. <laughs> I feel like anytime you have somebody grading you and they're called an adjudicator, that means that all fun has been stripped. <laughs> like, like, 100%. <laughs> it's definitely like, it's it's hands down. You gotta, you gotta buckle up. This is gonna be intense. Yeah. And they were stressful. That's a lot of stress to put on a kid. So I have uh, two more questions. One is, how have you used your musical skill in the past? Like what are different areas in your life where you have actually applied the skill that you now have? And is there any instrument or musical skill that you'd like to learn in the future? Um, zero. I have, I have used zero usage in, in the world. Um, <laughs> zero usage. Yep. 
and things that I'd like to learn. I'd like to pick up the the violin again and actually learn it well because you can do a lot with that instrument. Um, but it requires a lot of time and practice and I doubt that I ever will do that. So we'll see, I guess. Oh, come on. <laughs> Be optimistic. You can play. Uh, I'm fairly realistic. There's been zero usage of any of these skills so probably I won't put the time in for them (laughs) (laughs) oh dear a dose of reality (laughs) I have not used my instruments outside of their you know designated uses in like an orchestra or on a music team or anything like I haven't. They well, haven't... a music team is using it. How do you use That's an what instrument you use outside of its instruments uses. for? Outside of lessons. Well, what I was gonna say was <laughs> I haven't. I have never used a guitar as pure wood to create myself a shelf. I have never used I a guitar, the guitar once. to make a fire. Like, like what? Are you... <laughs> I have. <laughs> That's crazy. So then you have used your instruments outside of their designated usage. Wasn't my instrument. <laughs> what I was going to say was... Oh, dear. I haven't found any particular use out of those instruments outside of their respective environments other than the theory and knowledge of the way that music works in general has given me a much bigger appreciation for not only music in general, but specifically because I really like movies and movies typically tend to have scores or soundtracks with them that are original content. That really allows me to, when I'm listening to those tracks, to dive in mentally and really pick apart and appreciate all aspects of that music. And I still listen to music that has lyrics to it and I still listen to you know some pop music or some rock music or some whatever Mm -hmm. is on the radio and I don't necessarily choose to listen to soundtracks or scores over top of that but Mm -hmm. it has given me a much deeper appreciation I think if I was to never play an instrument again I would be fine with that so long as I was still allowed to listen to music and kind of dissect it and be able to appreciate it the emotion that's put into it and the yeah uh, intentionality of the you know character themes and yeah i watch a lot of youtube videos and follow a lot of youtube channels that have people that talk explicitly about breaking down music in movies and that brings me quite a bit of joy just being able to Mm -hmm. see the way that other people can influence your emotional state with music. It's such a powerful thing. And so um, that is the one way that I have used music outside of going to to practice and playing it for a small group of people who probably, you know, like there's some people out there that might be keeners, but I don't know that there's too many people that would love to just go and see a random kid's music performance. Oh. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> not your but... ideal Friday night activity? No. Not, not, not mine. Not mine. But I know that people came and did that for me. 
And so <laughs> yeah. that helped me appreciate much more music uh, as a as a as a larger concept and and um yeah. Um I don't think there's any particular instrument that I would like to learn. I would like to learn the guitar better, but I don't know that there <laughs> is fair. a new instrument that I'd particularly love to learn. Although I yeah. never understood how people were able to get those little mouth harps to work <laughs> that you like, you put it in your mouth and then you like twang a single yeah. piece of metal that bounces Against, up and down. Against like your teeth or whatever it's no idea. Be. And it just yeah. makes your mouth taste like steel for the rest of the evening. And oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Or spoons. I mean, if somebody wants to teach me that, but. <laughs> um, I would like to see you learn the harp. The real harp huge because mm. you're rather the big one big burly man and i think that would be a juxtaposition that i would enjoy that's funny <laughs> i can Psalm 151 of yeah. chris i can see it. the go fund me for the harp <laughs> yeah like within within music i have found that i've used like um like yeah guitar for um like with worship, helping out with like at church with the mm -hmm. worship band. Yep. And also I think one of like my fondest memories of using uh, my small amount of musical skill is um, collaborating with my younger brother to do like uh, we did it for a few years in a row where we would create like a Christmas song together and then perform that at the um, Christmas service and which and it would just kind of involve like I would do the music slash make uh, the lyrics for the chorus and the melody there. And then Joel, who um, he can't like I would do everything and my brother would be there. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I just I want, I want to tread delicately in terms of talking about Joel's singing prowess. Okay, like it's, it's, it's not all there, uh, but he sings proudly, Ouch. sings loudly, um, and it's good. So, yeah, like I think when it comes to him, he he loves the spoken word poetry um, genre. And so he writes in that. And so what he would do is for the verses, we just write spoken word poetry, right. which I would back with music. Yeah. And then I come in with a chorus and it was like, those, those songs were just golden. I, I, um, I love them. And you still play uh, them all the time. Oh yeah. I'll play a little bit on the piano. Cause it's all I know. <laughs> so <laughs> just play my own songs. Yeah. So that, and then the star Wars main theme, um, <laughs> grade three level, but yeah, I mean, Apart from that, nothing too crazy. Like, I think it's kind of it's kind of a cop out when some people say um, like, oh, like high school or whatever. What you learned was like patience and like diligence and all of this, these things. And I'm like, like at the end of the day, like if you wanted me to learn patience in school, just give me like a room with a countdown timer and I will learn patience. Why are we doing like <laughs> math and like all of these other things? Like, you know, like there <laughs> there there is a massive amount like of other things that we could be doing so like i would rather like yeah if if, if wow. something in coming school... down harsh on music lessons could, no if if they wanted to teach you patience by putting you in a room with a countdown timer you wouldn't only be learning patience you would also be learning psychosis yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> that's a good one my, my point is more just that like at the end of the day you can have those values that might 
you might pick up, but those can't be the main thing that you learn. So, um, and with me, I think with, with music, what I did learn was, I guess, yeah, like appreciation for music and, um, the, the complexity of it and just the ability to also create my own stuff. And also I think just the ability to be able to express yourself. And those are all things that, um, yeah, are, are that I find valuable within that. So to take the question a little bit unliterally, that's the direction that I would go. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Music can be a great form of like healthy self-expression, um, especially when you can combine a bit of that like songwriting aspect into it or be able to play exploratorily on your own. Um, for myself, I've used uh, piano in the past for um, playing at church. And that was largely why I wanted to learn the instrument to be able to play at church. And I really enjoyed that. Um, And then uh, for the last, oh, what is it now? Like over five years, (laughs) I have moonlighted (laughs) as um, a pianist for a local improv comedy troupe called Board of Directors. Um, It's so much fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, (laughs) If, if you play piano and if you have any ounce of confidence in your ability to play and you really just want to rid yourself of that, try playing for an improv <laughs> comedy troupe. <laughs> <laughs> because it will remind you of just how much you still need to learn. <laughs> um, it's really challenging just being able to play along to something that's so unexpected all the time. Um, I'm So I'm always trying to expand my genres that I can play confidently on the piano, but it is very tricky. Um, I recently did though purchase a keyboard um, that has some like backtrack beats that you can use with the keyboard. And that is helping me quite a bit to be able to learn different genres. Cause just being able to have like a jazz rhythm, like gives you like the, the rhythm to be able to, try stuff out and know where you're going rather than just like complete silence and trying to like um figure your way through um it's nice to be able to have those like backtracks which i'm sure i could totally get off of off of youtube or whatever if you just have a piano but having them in the keyboard is just kind of handy because it gives you a list (laughs) yeah um and then in with the guitar i use that lots at camp when leading songs and then also at church um when leading music and i that's once again why i learned the guitar was to be able to to play it at church and so i've really been able uh, enjoyed being able to do it for that and then i've also um greg and i have um performed at a few different coffee houses and things like that before mostly for family and friends if they're putting on an event um and so it's been fun to be able to use piano and guitar um, as well as some singing for that in the past. My violin <laughs> isn't really good enough to use, but when I was taking lessons, I did perform at a church with a friend of mine, but that's because she was also my violin instructor. <laughs> and we practiced those songs a lot <laughs> in order to be able to do that. Um, yeah, I think that's mostly how I've used piano, but I do enjoy being able to have a piano in my house to be able to use as like, um, something fun to try to flex my creativity, um, and to keep being able to keep working on it. And it, I do think it is a healthy form of, of self-expression. Um, as far as any instrument I'd like to learn when I, 
um, first got the violin, I was humming and hawing between the violin and the saxophone. So at some point in my life, I would love to own a saxophone and uh, give that one a try. But once again, that would likely have to be a a homeowner situation (laughs) because those things are also very loud (laughs) and uh, not always delightful on their own if you don't know how to play smoothly (laughs) or they can be a bit squeaky. So that's something I've always I have an additional thought. Okay. When I first picked up the violin, I... It wasn't the violin that I actually wanted to play. It was the viola, but I didn't know that that instrument existed. I was like, what sounds like the violin in these songs, but is deeper? Like, what is that? Because I love it. It's such a pretty noise. So I would like to learn the viola if given the chance. Yeah, that would be nice too. Totally. Mm -hmm. And then as far as other stuff I'd like to learn is just expanding my piano skills to be able to include more. I've been working on... Um, a bit of my jazz and blues piano, but it's got a long way to go still. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit about us. If you ever want to uh, hire out the uh, Housebound podcast for your next coffee house. <laughs> Don't do it. We're all booked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have any final thoughts or um, conclusions or any just like notes of value that you took away from uh, your music lessons and musical experience. If you don't practice, you don't get to play that instrument ever again. (laughs) That's harsh. (laughs) It's true. Now or never, baby. Yeah. Well, like I didn't practice and then didn't use any of them. So yeah, I think my note would be something along the lines of if you are practicing or playing an instrument and you fall out of love with that instrument, maybe an unpopular opinion, but drop it like a ton of hot bricks and find something that you are interested (laughs) in. Because I have seen people that I have grown up with that were maybe pressured by mostly family to play something Mm -hmm. specific and were met with pretty harsh criticism if they weren't playing that particular thing, but they weren't enjoying themselves and there's no fun in that and you don't get any value out of that. So if, Mm -hmm. if there's an expectation that you're supposed to be playing something at the very least, look at your options and go, you know, what else is there that I could enjoy and maybe make the move over to that. It does maybe move me starting over again, maybe mostly from scratch, but rather that than being stuck in some loveless relationship with an instrument. Yeah, definitely just because you don't like piano lessons doesn't mean you won't like all music lessons as a whole. I think I would just say that learn chords because they make even the most beginner musician sound half decent to somebody who doesn't know music or theory or anything like that. Because um, then you can, you can fake a lot with chords um, and because it fills it fills the sound. So um, I would heavily recommend if you don't know chords and are just either um, just doing like picking on the guitar or um, just playing notes on the piano, learn some chords. You'll sound like the next Mozart within, you know, seven <laughs> days. So, um, yeah, maybe not. But yeah, at least. To some. Nice. Um, I would just say thank goodness for parents. Um, I'm so glad that my parents 
got me into music. Um, I think for a lot of people who I know uh, that um, are into music or have taken lessons, a lot of times that that first uh, journey into music was because their parents signed them up for something. Um, and I'm just really grateful for that for myself because I've loved music and being able to play music. And I'm not sure if I ever would have pursued that if it was if my parents weren't encouraging me to to try try music lessons. So yeah, shout out to mom and dad. Thanks. <laughs>